hello kiddos. It's G here. We're back with my story time. How are all of you guys doing? Are you all getting all big and strong? Yeah, you are. I'm getting very smart as well. Well, today I've picked out to read Disney Pixar's Monsters, Inc. Yeah, monsters are not scary. These are not scary monsters. So, I want everybody to get all ready and comfy. I got my blankie wrapped around me, keeping me nice and cozy and nice and toasty warm. And my puppy dog at my feet. You guys got your blankets and your pillows and stuffed animals, whatever you need. Are you guys ready? Perfect. All right, let's read Monsters, Inc. All children know that there are monsters in their bedrooms, and at night, those monsters will come out and scare them. Ooh, no, I don't like that. What children don't know is that the monsters are just doing their jobs. Monsters need to scare children and collect their screams. The monsters then turn the screams into electricity for the city of Monstropolis, where the monsters live. Early one morning, a furry blue monster named Sully and his best friend Mike were walking to Monsters, Inc. Sully was the top scarer at Monsters, Inc. and Mike was his assistant. Mike and Sully stopped in the lobby of Monsters, Inc. Happy birthday, Mike said to his girlfriend Celia. Oh, googly woogly, you remember, Celia said. Mike was taking her out to dinner that evening, and she knew he had picked out a great restaurant. Then, Sully and Mike went up to the workers' locker room to get ready for work. All of a sudden, a monster named Randall appeared out of nowhere. <gasps> Shouted a surprised Mike. Randall could make himself invisible by blending into any background, but he was jealous of Sully. Randall wanted to be the top scarer at Monsters, Inc. Mike and Sully went to the scare floor, and there are, were lots of monsters there, and they'd all gathered in front of a long row of doors. These were doors that let the monsters into the bedrooms of children in the human world. Red lights were lit above the doors to show that it was time for the scarers to begin. Hey, may the best monster win, said Sully. I plan to, snarled Randall. He's not so nice. I don't like him. Randall quickly scared a lot of kids and collected a lot of screams. His assistant, Fungus, proudly pointed to the scoreboard. Randall was winning, but then Sully scared all the children at a slumber party. Sully was still the top scarer at Monsters, Inc. Suddenly, someone shouted, 2319! We have a 2319! A child's sock had been spotted on the back of a monster named George. Special agents from the Child Detection Agency, the CDA, had to come to decontaminate George. 
After all, every monster knows that children and their things are toxic. You guys know what toxic means? It means it makes the monsters sick. Yeah, so they couldn't touch the kids or any of their things. Soon, the workday was over. Just as Mike was about to leave with Celia, Roz stopped him. Roz was in charge of paperwork. Mike had forgotten to hand in his scare reports again. Sully told Mike that he would take care of the paperwork, so while Mike left with Celia, Sully headed back to the scare floor. Sully thought the scare floor was empty until a little girl grabbed his tail. He was terrified. After all, kids were even more toxic than their socks. Panicking, Sully tried to find the right door so he could put the little girl back in her room. But the little girl wasn't scared of Sully at all. Kitty, she called to him. She wanted to play. Sully finally managed to put her into a duffel bag, but then he spotted Randall. Sully quickly hid. He couldn't let anyone find out about this. Sully didn't know what to do, so he went to find Mike. Mike wasn't happy about having his romantic dinner with Celia interrupted, and he was terrified when the little girl crept out of the bag He wasn't the only one who was scared. Monsters everywhere screamed. Mike and Sully managed to whisk the girl away before the CDA agents arrived at the restaurant. No one saw Mike and Sully take the child home, but helicopters had begun to search the city for her. Mike and Sully tried to come up with a plan to get her back to her own bedroom. In the meantime, they needed to keep her happy but not too happy. Whenever the little girl laughed, she caused a power surge that lit up all the lights. It kept happening. And if that did keep happening, it would be easy for the CDA agents to find her. Eventually, the girl fell asleep. By now, Sully was actually growing fond of her. Perhaps children were dangerous after all. Mike, however, hmm, wasn't so sure. The next morning, they disguised her as a little monster and brought her back to Monsters, Inc. The trio had to walk right past their boss, Mr. Waternoose, while he was talking to the CDA agent. While Mike went to find the key to the girl's door, Sully began to play hide-and-seek with her. He even gave her a nickname, Boo. What are you doing? Mike asked Sully when he entered the room. Uh, I'm looking for the kid, answered Sully. You lost it? asked Mike in disbelief. Suddenly, Boo ran and jumped into Sully's arms. Just then they heard a noise. Oh, it was Randall and Fungus. The trio quickly hid. Shh, they're hiding. Fungus held a newspaper. It's on the front page, he said. The child, the one you were after. Fungus. Oh my goodness. Randall told Fungus to act as if nothing had happened and to take care of the machine. 
Randall will deal with the monster who had let the kid into Monstropolis. Randall was up to something, but what? I wonder what he's up to. What do you think, guys? Let's continue and find out. But Mike and Sully had more important things on their minds. They managed to sneak Boo up to the scare floor so they could take her back to her bedroom. Sully was getting ready to say goodbye when he told Mike to wait. He didn't have the right door. What are you talking about? Of course it's her door, insisted Mike. While they were arguing, Boo wandered off. Unfortunately, as Sully and Mike searched for Boo, they ran straight into Randall. So, what do you think of that kid getting out, Sullivan? Pretty crazy, huh? Oh, yeah, Sully said. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> then, Celia appeared. Last night was one of the worst nights of my entire life, she shouted at Mike. Randall listened in, looking at his newspaper. Closely, he spotted Mike in the picture taken at the restaurant where the kid had been seen. Suddenly, Randall realized that Mike and Sully had the kid. Mike could see what was coming, so he tried to run away, but Randall soon caught up with him. Where's the kid? Randall demanded. I don't know, Mike sputtered, but Randall didn't believe him. Randall told Mike that he'd have the kid's door on the scare floor during lunch. But Mike had to make sure that the girl was there so they could get her back to the human world. Hmm. Let's see what happens here. I don't know. I don't know about this Randall guy. Meanwhile, while Sully was still searching for Boo... He rounded a corner and saw her fall into a trash can. <gasps> no! He shouted as two monsters wheeled the can up to a compactor. By the time Sully reached the compactor, everything but one eye stalk had been crushed into a tiny cube. Sully was heartbroken. Mike caught up with his friend. Sully! Great news, buddy! I got away out of this mess, but... We gotta hurry, where's... Before Mike could finish, they heard the sound of Boo's voice. She hadn't been crushed after all. Sully hugged Boo tightly. Aww. Mike, Sully, and Boo hurried back to the scare floor. Boo's door was in Randall's station, just as Randall had promised. But Sully came to a sudden halt. <gasps> Randall! They couldn't trust Randall. He was after Boo. Mike was sure that everything was safe. To prove it, he entered Boo's room. Just then, a box snapped closed over Mike. It was a trap. Sully and Boo hid. They watched Randall wheel the box away. Sully had to help his pal. He also needed to see what Randall was up to. So he and Boo followed Randall. Luckily, Boo discovered a secret passage. At the end of the passageway, they found Randall's secret lab. 
In it, he had a machine that would suck the screams out of a child. But now it was Mike who was strapped to the machine. Randall was furious. That means he was really mad. Really, really mad. He wanted to know where the little girl was. Of course, Mike wouldn't tell him. And just then, Sully pulled out the machine's plug, and he, Boo, and Mike managed to get away. The three friends raced down the hall. Mike was desperate to escape, but Sully had another idea. He decided to go to Mr. Waternoose for help. Mike told him about Randall's evil plan. To their surprise, Waternoose picked up Boo. Then he pushed Sully and Mike through a huge metal door into the human world. They were banished. Banished means they can't come back to the monster world. They were stuck in the human world. Mike was furious. Oh, what a great idea, he shouted at Sully. Going to your old pal, Waternoose. Too bad he was in on the whole thing. But Sully could only think of saving Boo. He knew they couldn't go back the way they had come. Suddenly, a giant shadow covered the ground. They looked up to see the Yeti, the abominable snowman. The Yeti told Sully there was a village nearby, and this gave Sully an idea. If he found a child's bedroom, it might lead him back to Monstropolis. Quickly, he built a sleigh from supplies in Yeti's cave and set off. But Mike was angry with Sully, so Mike stayed behind. In no time, Sully found a child's bedroom and was back at Monsters, Inc. He raced down the passageway that led to Randall's secret lab. Suddenly, Sully heard Boo's frightened voice close by. Boo, I'm here. Where are you? whispered Sully. Sully found Boo strapped to the scream machine. He smashed the machine and rescued Boo. The machine crashed into water noose and fungus, pinning them to the wall. Stop wasting time, finish him off, water noose shouted to Randall as Sully and Boo escaped. Sully and an invisible Randall fought furiously over Boo. In the middle of the fight, Mike came back just in time to hit Randall with a snowball. This allowed Sully to escape down the hallway with Mike and Boo. The trio reached the scare floor with Randall right behind them. Then, Sully had an idea. They raced up the movie, up to the moving doors. Sully told Mike to make Boo laugh. As Boo laughed, all the red door lights lit up. Sully, Mike, and Boo jumped back and forth through different doors, hoping to lose Randall. But Randall finally caught Boo and fled. Oh no. Sully followed him and found Boo alone. When Sully ran to her, Randall attacked. Boo was afraid, but she had to help, so she grabbed Randall's hair and pulled. That was all Sully needed. He threw Randall through another door that led into the human world, never to be heard from again. Back on the scare floor, Mr. Waternoose and a group of CDA agents were waiting for them. Suddenly, Mike had an idea. He took Boo's costume and ran as fast as he could. The agents believing the costume to be Boo began chasing Mike. 
In the commotion, Sully and Boo managed to get away. Mr. Waternoose finally caught up with Sully and Boo. In his anger, he told them that the city of Monstropolis didn't have enough energy, so they had to find an alternative to scaring. He wanted to kidnap kids from the human world, extract their screams with the machine. That was why Randall had been looking for Boo. I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die, Mr. Waternoose vowed. But Roz, who turned out to be CDA boss, heard his confession. Mr. Waternoose was taken away by the CDA agents. Good riddance. He wasn't a very nice man. I should say, monster. Finally, it was time to send Boo home. Sully took Boo to her room and tucked the little girl into her bed. Nothing's coming to scare you anymore, right? Boo smiled. Goodbye, Boo, he whispered. Slowly, Sully crossed to the door. He looked back at Boo, who watched him from the bed. Quietly, Sully closed the door behind him. Back in the scare room, two CDA agents moved in. They shredded Boo's door and took it away. Now they tore it apart so it's all in pieces, and sadly, Sully picked up a small piece of the door. At least he had this to remind him of Boo. Mike knew how much Sully already missed Boo. Come on, pal, cheer up, he said, as they left Monsters, Inc. We got Boo home. Sure, we're both out of a job, but hey, at least we had some laughs. Sully smiled. Mike had given him an idea. Time passed and Sully turned the scream floor into a laugh floor. Now monsters made kids laugh instead of scream to generate electricity. Boo had showed them that laughter was ten times more powerful as screams. The energy crisis was over in Monstropolis. Still, Sully missed his little friend Boo. So one day, Mike glued the entire door back together. That way, Sully could visit Boo whenever he liked. And that's just what he did. The end. Whoa, that was so much fun. Kind of scary, but monsters are the good guys, aren't they? They make us laugh. Monsters make us laugh. Boo showed us that, didn't she? Yeah, you don't have to be scared. Look how well they all work together. That was a wonderful story. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. I did. And I love so much reading to you. But my time is up now. So until we read again. Bye.